Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sailor Snacking Episode 10. A few of you may be wondering what happened to Episode 9. Well, sadly, we had some technical difficulties, and that episode was uh, accidentally deleted. So here's what you missed. For Episode 9, our special guest was Tracy's sister, Michelle, and we had instant bubble tea. We watched Episode 17, Usagi's a Model, The Flash of the Monster Camera, and Episode 18, Shingo's Love, The Grieving Doll. Nothing really plot-relevant happened in these episodes, though. Uh, in episode 17, Luna gives the girls their communicators, and we get to see Usagi's moth-eaten pink swimsuit, which gets repaired with those cute little yellow bows. Uh, and in episode 18, we see Shingo's friend Mika again, and we learn that she makes porcelain dolls. Of course, Nephrite puts his mark on one of them to make a creepy doll monster, and definitely you gotta go look up pictures of that. Uh, Usagi gets to be a meddling older sister and try to fix Shingo's friendship with Mika. And at the end, Mika makes Shingo an amazing Sailor Moon doll. Um, that really just about covers it. Um, the bubble tea was very sweet. Uh, I had a maple sugar flavor. I'm not a big fan of bubble tea, but, uh, Tracy and Michelle really enjoyed it. And you can see some pictures of that on our Instagram at Sailor Snacking. So... That was episode 9. Without further ado, let's move on to episode 10 of Sailor Snacking. Another episode of Sailor Snacking, the podcast where we talk about the 1990s Sailor Moon anime and have a yummy snack. I'm Jen, and as always, I'm joined by Tracy. Hello, listeners. <laughs> uh, and Tracy, why don't you tell us about this week's snack? So I am so excited for today's snack. Um, I love Oreos of every flavor and color and size and shape. Um, they're most, mostly always round, but I'm thinking of, like the mini ones, they're a bit smaller. But so today, I managed to get a hold of, super excited, drumroll please, Sakura Matcha Oreo Cookies. Uh-huh. Can you hear some yeah. crinkling? That's I haven't opened them yet. Me neither. So. This is me. I'm so excited. They're just these. pink. <laughs> they're pink. Um, yeah. Pink cookies with a green matcha filling, so I'm so excited to try them. <sighs> okay, I hope our special guest is just as excited. Uh, so this week we have uh, one of my co-hosts from True, the True North Thirds podcast. We have Ryan. Welcome to the That's podcast, me. Ryan. Hello. <laughs> uh, I have questions. Oh, good. What, what what flavor is this Oreo supposed to be again? <laughs> It's Sakura Matcha. So See, it's those like... are words I've never heard of before. <laughs> so it's like you're making blossom. shit up now. Yeah, so it's like a cherry blossom flavored cookie. So it's going to taste like a flower. Yes. And green but tea. With so a potpourri. green tea filling. I yes. don't tend to eat potpourri. Well, you're going you're gonna to try it today. Oh, I will. <laughs> you know what? It can't be more perfumey tasting than the lychee chips we had. Yeah, we had Sakura. It was like sparkling cherry blossom lychee flavored chips. They tasted like perfume. Yeah, they did. It sounds like they tasted like perfume with a name like <laughs> sparkling. If you got to put it, sparkling in the name of your food, 
I think you're, you're overselling it a little bit. Yeah. You're but covering it, for taste, something. They tasted like sparkling. <laughs> but yeah, they I'm obviously sure, they I'm did. I'm sure they did. <laughs> they did taste like sparkling. I have to agree. <laughs> they taste like sparkling. <laughs> Last time I, as far as I know, I thought if you put sparklers in your mouth, it burns. So it tastes like burning. <laughs> no, like like when you drink something with like some bubbles in it, like sparkling. That's not water. sparkling. That's bubbles. It tastes a little bit like burning, but like happy burning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's a good burning. Yeah, it's the good kind of burn. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we all know about the good the kind Ore- of burning. Hopefully the Oreos don't burn because that's wrong. No, I don't think these ones will burn. <laughs> Uh, so, Ryan, do you have any kind of a past with Sailor Moon at all? Oh, my my history with Sailor Moon, oh, it goes it goes way far back to about an hour ago, <laughs> really, I think. Uh, it's the first time I've actually sat and watched episodes of Sailor Moon. Um, of course, I've heard of Sailor Moon and I've seen Sailor Moon. Um, I do remember in high school, one of the guys on my soccer team who was uh, a little weird... Um, he had the, I guess he was one of these people back then that, you know, was on the internet and doing stuff, but he would, and was downloading like Japanese versions of Sailor Moon, not watching the North American one and was trying to tell me that when they get all sparkly, that they're actually naked. And I was like, dude, I'm just going to play soccer. <laughs> I'm going to sit with somebody, sit beside somebody else on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of those weird anime guys in high school too. <laughs> that was creepy. Yeah, he was older so, than me by, by like a couple years too. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah, but yeah, at least like we, we when you're in high one... school, it's like closer to the age of the characters. Yes, that's true. Which brings me onto a whole other thing <laughs> for these this, that, these episodes you had me watch. All right. Well, well, we'll um, get there when we get there. Yeah. How about I introduce the episodes and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll 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 get into it. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, episodes nineteen and twenty. And again, as I say all the time, this is the Japanese uh, episode numbering, not the North American one. Uh, so episode nineteen is Usagi's Joy, a love letter from Tuxedo Mask. Uh, and this one is uh, Nephrite figures out that Sailor Moon has the hots for Tuxedo Mask and decides to use that as a plot to get her. Which I thought was actually kind of a clever plot. I'm like, good for you, Neff, right? You're, you're, you're observing your environment. Yeah. Well, he didn't observe it. He used his special powers to talk to the Leo constellation to, to get his <laughs> answers. Come on. That's true. He cheated. That's, that's true. But... I mean, that's what he, he uses those special powers every episode to try to figure out who to suck energy from. This time he asked a different question. Oh. <laughs> so is he like some kind of like, I guess, vampire? Like, what was that whole sucking energy thing anyway? That's like the whole show. <laughs> oh, well, see, there you go. When you come in at episode 19, you have questions like this. <laughs> <laughs> so Nephrite is one of the four kings of heaven, or one of the four generals of the Dark Kingdom. And his job is to gather the energy of the mortals on Earth in order to awaken their great queen, who is not the redhead on the throne. That's Queen Beryl. That's a sub-queen. Apparently there's, like, levels of queen in anime. (laughs) So they're trying to gather energy for Queen Beryl so that Queen Beryl could use that energy to awaken their great ruler. 
That's all so we where know. Does, so where does Dairy Queen fit into this? Yeah. <laughs> That's a different monarchy. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't see any Dairy Queen in my episode. <laughs> No, we were, we were talking earlier about how this is our tangent for the episode. We were talking earlier about how um, all the fast food chains form some kind of monarchy with Burger King and Dairy Queen at the head. Oh, no, no, way. no, no. And, and McDonald's. Burger King's a false gesture. king. He's a, Burger King is a false king. He is not the king of the fast food. No. Taco Bell is the one that rules them all. They're oh, the no. ones that survived the great the great war. Taco Bell is like the slums. No, it's like where you, you go when you, you got to rewatch watch. Demolition Man. You got to rewatch Demolition Man. Taco <laughs> like, Bell was the few food of the future. They're, they're the only ones that, unless you live in Europe, mm-hmm. if you live in Europe, it was Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Different marketing, you know, different people paid for. But still, they survived the fast food wars of the of. I think it's supposed to take place around now. Yeah, no, so, I'm talking so about ready. if like they were real people <laughs> and this was a real kingdom. What do you mean? Of course they're real people. There's Burger Wendy King. and Ronald. Burger King's not a person. No, he's very thank God, he's creepy. Yeah, so creepy. He sits in the bushes and watches you eat. Yeah. And he, and he can do that because there's so few people that go and eat at Burger King. He knows them all by name. <laughs> Pretty much. Alright. Well, back to Sailor Moon. Uh Tracy, what did you think about this episode? Um so, okay, I really wanted to talk about how um, Motoki and Mamoru were which, in the arc. Which ones are those? The two dudes. Okay. Not, not yeah. the bad guy dude, the two yep, other yep, dudes. Yep, yep, The yeah. guys in the arcade. The guys in the arcade. So they're in the arcade playing the claw game, and they're pulling out Tuxedo Mask from the claw game. Yeah. They're just like, this is hilarious. And, and all the Sailor, the Sailor Scouts. Mars in there. Yeah, the <laughs> Sailor Scouts are, like, in there. Yep, um, I saw that. And, and their prizes, and I was like, this is hilarious. This is like, it's like they know that they're characters in a TV show. <laughs> well, it's, it's been 19 episodes, and I think we talked earlier about how if every episode happened, uh, like, once a week or once a day, like, every day is a different episode, then it's been almost a month. Like, of course, people know about Sailor Moon now, and they're trying to capitalize on it. Well, and some episodes, just to chime in here, take place over, at least some episodes, because I've watched two now, take place over more than one day. Yeah. So, yeah, they're heroes. Like, uh, Usagi's brother knows who Sailor Moon is, and his friend Mika knows who Sailor Moon is, and, and you know. And not to be a spoiler, but I looked ahead at the, pre- at the write-up, uh, just because it popped up on my TV screen, of what the next episode is. Yeah. And it involves them going to the movie studio of the people making a Sailor Moon movie. <laughs> so there's got to be merchandise out there already. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm wondering that since it's a secret identity, if they can't claim any, like, royalties because, you know. Well, that's Spider-Man's problem, right? Yeah. That's why he's yeah. poor. <laughs> yes. Poor Spider-Man. <laughs> okay, but other than the fact that there was a claw game with Sailor Moon characters... <laughs> What did you like this episode? That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I really loved this episode. There was a lot of firsts, and a there lot of was. things. Like we got a lot more about Tuxedo Mask's backstory. Uh, we, we saw did? him. Tra- we saw him transform for the first time. Oh, okay. Um, there's a lot more about uh, Nephrite, and this is the beginning of the relationship between Naru and Nephrite, which eventually leads spoilers to Naru or Nephrite's death. So 
mm-hmm. think that this is a really good and kind of crucial episode to watch. Does that chick become a scout later too, or the redhead? Yeah. No, that's Naru. She's just Usagi's friend. She doesn't. Okay. She's so just a victim. The one thing I was me. confused about is that there's only three Sailor Scouts. Yeah. And I know so I've far. seen more than three Sailor Scout action figures at your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they come later. We okay. get Jupiter is the next one, and we get her in. Uh, we already looked that up in a couple episodes from now okay. after Nephrite. So okay. Yeah. So they take their time and stagger the appearance of them. So, like, there's uh, a chunk of episodes that's just Sailor Moon, and then you get Sailor Mercury. And you only have, like, one episode of just Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury, and then you get Sailor Mars. Then there's a chunk of episodes of the three of them, and then you get Sailor Jupiter. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they kind of just stagger them coming in, which is kind of cool. And then they, like, kind of, like, build on their skill sets. Yeah. (laughs) Skill sets, Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so what I found really interesting in both of these episodes is that Usagi uses her tiara and they both fail. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, skill yeah. sets? Really? Come on. Her, she goes, her go-to move doesn't work. It doesn't. And then she's like, uh, I got nothing else. Yeah, because up to now, this is li- this is literally all she can do is throw her tiara. No, no, she's uh, got Sailor Moon kick. Oh, yeah, and Sailor Moon kick. <laughs> So, Which yeah. is an awesome move. Like she gets a lot of height. Yeah, I know. She, like, she's she should be killing in it in like gymnastics at school, but I don't think she does. Or like a goalie um playing soccer. Because she could like really like jump up pretty high and like block those. But oh. that's only if she can do that when she's not sit when she's not activate her sailor scout powers. She might not be able to jump or have that kind of coordination without it. Actually, yeah, that's very true because she's that's not very coordinated in real life. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so the other thing I liked about this episode is that uh, Mercury and Mars were like barely in it because Mars has a cold. Oh, I felt so bad for her. Yeah. She's wearing, I, she like and she was wearing a mask. Save yeah. the day wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, you know, Amy goes over to check on Ray and... They're like, well, I hope Usagi doesn't do anything stupid. And of course, Usagi is in the middle of doing something stupid. And I'm like, you two should know better by now Mm -hmm. than to let Usagi go off and do things. Especially when they're relating to Tuxedo Mask and love. And then she's all upset that she's going to get to go on a date with him before I do. Yeah. (laughs) It's because Ray doesn't want sloppy seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Even though technically Ray is already dating him. Yeah. Oh, is she seeing the real light, the, the other, the alter ego? Yeah, yep. but the thing with it is that Mamoru is Tuxedo Mask, but Mamoru does not know that he's Tuxedo Mask. So Okay, when... so I, I was wondering about the, so from that transformation. So it appears to me that it's not, um, it's a forced transformation. He doesn't have control yeah. over it. Yeah. So when... Uh, yeah, so he has no idea that he's Tuxedo Mask. So he just kind of gets a headache and then, I guess, blacks out. And when he comes to, he's himself again. But in the yeah. meantime, I guess he's lost a lot of time as Tuxedo Mask. Um, and then when they're in the elevator and, and Usagi is asking him questions, he even says that, you know, she's like, why are you helping us? And he's like, uh, I feel like he, he feels like he knew her from a long time ago. So it's even like the first hint of um, uh, the past that they're, that, they have because oh, we haven't really talked past about lives stuff. Okay. Yeah, we haven't mm-hmm. talked about any past lives or Moon Kingdom stuff yet. You don't get that until the princess awakens, right? 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's like you wouldn't want to confuse bit... people. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a little bit more. Also, I want to know why I got all of these gorgeous figure arts dolls and and action figures. I mean, and I got a Zoisite as evil Sailor Moon action figure, but I did not get a Tuxedo Nephrite. And I'm so mad. Oh. I want a Tuxedo Nephrite now. That would be <laughs> really cool. Start a campaign. Get on Twitter. I'm really interested in this, like the beginnings of this Nephrite and Naru um, relationship, because yeah. they they have like a cute like a little bit of flirty moment in the mall. I think it's in okay. the mall. Now I've got my comments on this. this <laughs> okay. Cute flirty moment, as you like to put it, of a I'm assuming from the sounds of it a teacher and a student from the tennis club. Yep. No. No. He's, yes. Well, he's not really a teacher. He's the dark general that is posing as a playboy who moved into a mansion that materialized in a wood that materialized in the middle of okay Tokyo. still and he drives a ferrari yeah as, no as, he, as he's, you do. he's at least yeah. 20 if not older i would yeah. say so adult, and she's she's 14 yeah exactly yeah. see that's what oh, i'm yeah. getting at oh it's totally inappropriate this whole oh, yeah. show is the filled whole show with inappropriate. is yeah now you said this to... came out early 90s uh, it came out in Japan in 1992, and it came to North America in 1995. Because as you say, the just—I don't want to shit on the uh, on the on the animation styles here, but there's some parts of like there's some lazy background coloring and drawing going on oh, in yeah. here and in, in parts. Of, yeah. I actually would have thought it was much like earlier, like maybe the 80s or something. But okay, I don't think very a lot, lazy. A lot yeah. of money didn't go into the first season of Sailor Moon. So, yeah, there is a fair bit of lazy animation. And you can even tell when the animators change because they get, like, they look very different from one episode to the next in some kinds, sometimes. Um, And I guess that's just different animators. And like I said, there probably wasn't a whole lot of money going into the first season because, you know, it's the first season of a show. Yep. And also they were probably on a time crunch. Yeah, that and they tend to bring in better animators, I think, if it's a more crucial episode. Mm-hmm. So if it's like one of those filler episodes, like what we'll talk about with the next episode, definitely wouldn't spend money on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> but so, so there were a couple other things I did learn in this episode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rules for dating. Yeah, I love yes. the rules for dating. They were so uh, cute. Number one is to make sure you wear clean underwear <laughs> and a pretty dress. Yep. <laughs> Number two was to make sure you put on some perfume so you, so you smell good. And then number three was to brush your teeth just in case. <laughs> if you're brushing if, if brushing your teeth is number three just in case, but you're making sure you got clean underwear on just in case. Holy <laughs> crap, where is she expecting this first date to go? <laughs> and then put on pink lipstick. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I I was I think I was look, trying to find my notebook when uh, to make my notes when when the pink lipstick part came up. You're right. Yes, I do remember yeah. reading that. So yeah, another one of the the fun parts of this episode is that you really again get to see Usagi as this 14 year old lovesick girl. Like oh, yeah. that is her character. She is a 14 year old lovesick girl, and it's well, she, adorable. She says, my life is in danger, but my heart is throbbing. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, focus, Sailor Moon. You're trapped in an elevator. And she's like, I get to kiss him now? Yeah, oh he's, like, he's leaning in for kiss. And he's like, 
uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> we, we're going to die. Oh, and then the, when he's like hanging off of him, when she's hanging off of his neck in the elevator and she's like, do you help me because you love me? <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm, I'm like, oh, Jesus. You, you must do this because you love me. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, Sailor Moon. Oh, she's so cute. <laughs> she's 14, right? Yeah. Like, this is totally... So were you girls all like that at 14, then? Is that what you're saying? Mm. A lot of us were. I wasn't. <laughs> Probably. I can't say I was going for the older guy at that point, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't really speak for the 14-year-old girl audience or, or experience, so that's, you know... <laughs> yeah, that's just one of the reasons it's kind of fun to rewatch this as an adult, because... Um, We've got all the fond memories. Well, you don't, Ryan, but we have the fond memories of being 14-year-old girls and, you know, relating to it on that level. But at the same time, we're now grown-ups and mature and can look at it like, oh, dude, do not fall for the 30-year-old man. Like, come on. (laughs) Maxfield Stanton is probably, like, in his early 20s. I love this. So that was his dub name. He's Masato, Sanjuin Masato in, in the Japanese, Ryan. And then okay. in the North American translation, they make his name Maxfield Stanton. And then Molly goes, oh, Maxfield. Yeah. <laughs> Maxfield Stanton. She had that weird, like, New Jersey accent. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It was awful. And awesome. Yep. <laughs> so and I love that. Okay, so Nephrite is disguised as Succeedo Mask, and he, like, attacks Naru and pokes her in the chest and is like, reveal yourself, Sailor Moon. And yeah, as you say, like, was that supposed to be you. some special power that is like, he does that and goes, poke, and all of a sudden she's like, poof, in her Sailor Moon costume or something? Maybe, I think that's I what know. I was hoping for. It, it might have been if she was actually Sailor Moon, but I, oh, okay. wouldn't this be like, again, looking at it as an adult, big red flags there, Naru. <laughs> He's poking at you and asking you to be another girl. Come on. (laughs) Poke, poke, put on a costume. Poke, poke. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wearing my costume. Where's your costume? (laughs) Hopefully she's wearing clean underwear. (laughs) Yeah. And brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Did did the monster ever get destroyed in this episode? I don't remember. Um, He kind of just, like, the monster is kind of like a ploy, right? Yeah. it's almost like a hologram to trap them in the elevator. Yeah, so they like, okay. Which is I probably watched, why her, her Tierra thing didn't work on it or do anything to it, because it wasn't really anything there. Maybe, because that's what happened in the next episode, right? Because, mm-hmm. okay, so like they're in the elevator, and then Mars and Mercury pull them up, and then they're on the roof with Naru, and then that's the end of the, it's the, end of the fight. <laughs> it's like, what happened to the lion? Where did Nephrite go? Did he just... Gave up well, and left. Yeah, he, he saw the elevator crash and was like, ha, 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 I win, and left. Right. Like every evil villain would, right? Yeah. Oh, right. I thought so much better of you. He doesn't want to look at the body. Come on. Ooh. He's like, I'm done. Business hmm. business is taken care of. Yeah. He's like, yeah. He stole energies from a, from a, from a young girl. Yeah. He killed, he killed his enemies. He's, he's good. He doesn't need to see the body. Yeah. As well, yeah, far and as then he's he, concerned. It's like two birds with one stone. He's like, no, yeah. I was not looking for energy, and I got it. And I defeated not only Sailor Moon, but Tuxedo Mask. Win, win, win. Yeah. 
Yep, and now poor Naru gets to be the target for the next little while. <laughs> Again. So, when they're in the Dark Kingdom and Zoysite's kind of bitching him out, was that at the beginning or the end of the episode? I think it's Both. at the beginning. Was it's it? at the beginning? I can't remember. Oh, oh no, it did, it so, did end with her... Cause she, yeah, she got in she, shit at she the threatened end. Him, she threatened him at the beginning. Yeah. And then at the end, the other one tried to throw the one, that one, the, the guy under the bus. Oh, yeah, Zoysite with the long blonde hair. Yeah, and yeah. which I couldn't decide if it was a guy or a girl. I just wasn't sure there. That's why I said the other one. Um, so, in, Jap- in the Japanese version, Zoysite is male. But okay. when they translated this for North America in 1995, they made Zoysite female. Ah, uh, see, so understand my confusion yes mm-hmm. but zoysite as a male presents very feminine okay um, so so yeah. that one tried to throw the other one on the bus and then the, the bad guy boss was like yes but he stole some he, he did steal some energy so you'll we'll let you get off the hook this time mm-hmm. yeah don't she let seems, it happen again Beryl seems to have a lot less patience with nephrite than she had with jedi in the the first kind of little mini arc he was the first general who's already died. Oh, okay. No, no, no. He's sleeping. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Air quotes, <laughs> eternal sleep. Yes. I did, did catch she did She sent him to the eternal sleep or the dark place in the eternal sleep or something. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's dead. Yeah. That would be Jedi. Um, yeah. His schemes and, all involved. Was some he the last of the Jedi? Plan. Yeah. Wah, wah. Yeah. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I liked this episode. I thought this was a really good episode. It, uh, yeah, it was like full of um, important information, I think, that's going to keep us going into episode 21, but definitely not episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, for having not, like I said, for not, you know, my first Sailor Moon experience, uh, not a bad episode to watch. You learn, you know, a little bit of who everybody is, a little bit of their uh, interactions, and there's a little bit of action. Um. Yeah, the much uh, this episode was much better than the than episode twenty. Yeah, but one thing is that we didn't get a sexy monster in this episode. We just got the lion. Right. Why is there usually a sexy monster? Yeah. So usually the monster is um, it it start at first it was just like a sex. They're all women, and it's usually just like a uh, well because women are monsters. So yeah, they're apparently evil. it's apparently. usually like a a. At first, it was just more like a monster in a female shape, but now we've gotten more into the uh, object as a sexy monster. Nah. Um, so, like, last episode, it was a creepy doll as a sexy lady. Uh, we had a spider as a sexy lady. Ugh, that one wasn't... Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> uh, we had the camera lady. The ca- camera lady is a sexy little monster. And when you get into... Se- it's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's in... Um, yeah, it's in C- Sailor Moon S. When you have Dr. Tomoe uh, making monsters out of those little seed things. And then you get weird, sexy monsters, which are also very awesome. <laughs> but yeah, this one did not have a sexy monster. I'm sorry, Ryan, you did not get a sexy monster. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. <laughs> All right, I'll try to find you a sexy monster for next time. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so, any other thoughts about this episode? Any other questions, Ryan? Uh, nope. Nope? Nope. nope. Alright. Well, we will have our little snack break then before we get into episode oh. 20. 
awesome. Because I know uh, Tracy's like, forget the episode. I just want the Oreos. Crinkle, Pretty crinkle. Much. Crinkle, crinkle. All right. So, Tracy, do you have anything else you want to tell us about these Oreos? So, um, I love all flavored Oreos. So, this is great. I have a glass of milk with me because I think you need it's like Oreos, milk's favorite cookie. Oh my God, but they smell so good. They smell really good. So, these were just released in Japan this spring. I was really, really excited to find some because I thought I was going to have to actually order them from Asia, and the shipping was ridiculous. But I found them at the grocery store. Super, super excited. Um, and they are pink. So these Oreo cookies are pink. Typically, you'd get, there's like either the, the chocolate cocoa cookie or the golden cookie. But this one is pink. And the filling is a delicious green color. <laughs> they're very pretty. Off, when you pull it off and you look at the one side, it does not look appetizing. <laughs> yes. No. They smell know. so good. Oh my god. It does smell good. And they do oh. smell floral, mm. which is kind of nice. Alright, I'm gonna eat it. Okay. I'm just gonna I'm gonna eat it on its own, and then I'm gonna try it with milk. Mmm. They're good. They do taste like matcha. I think the matcha flavor is growing on me. Yes, we've had a lot of matcha flavored things on the show. Oh, these are really um, good. Mm. The matcha I, matcha, I think, is overpowering mm. and cherry blossoms, but you still get a little bit of it. I don't really taste cherry blossom. Mm. It has a familiar taste to it, actually. I'm trying to think of... Um, there's a kind of cookie. Mm. They're usually they, the vanilla cookies with a vanilla uh, icing inside it. There's a, there's a, the kind of cookies you used to get from like your grandmother's house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It kind of has that flavoring to it, like that taste. Like I it, doesn't think I, taste, it doesn't taste like an Oreo. I expect no. it to taste like strawberry because it's pink. But it doesn't. Yeah. I'm going to mm. do some cookie dipping in milk. Yeah, it has a taste with milk, Tracy. Let's try. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Not quite like delicious. They're really good. And it's a big enough package that I could probably let Brent have one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jeez, I would hope so. I usually <laughs> share my snack with him. Because there's like, what, one, two, three, five or six cookies in here? Yeah, that's what I said. There's probably enough I could share with Brent. Mm-hmm. I think like five cookies. So they came in these adorable packs. Um, so in a box, they're like almost serving sizes pre-packaged into little so there's like five cookies per package so it's nice if you wanted to like buy a box of them and put them in your lunch box mm-hmm. they're already pre-packed you can in- check out our, our instagram at sailor snacking to see pictures <laughs> go ahead mm-hmm. super 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 delicious um mm-hmm. yeah. better than i thought it was gonna be like i've had some pretty interesting Oreos in the past. Um, my favorite to date is the um, coconut. It's like a coconut caramel Oreo cookie that's only available in the U.S. And I am so so sad because <laughs> we cannot cross the border to get these cookies, but they are so delicious. So Oreo does this thing. They like to release cookies for like a short period of time, make you fall in love with them, and then they're gone. <laughs> 
You sighed so that. hard when you said that. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I re- yeah, I really hope those those coconut caramel ones are what are here to stay. I've also tried like a lemon chiffon Oreo cookie, and it tasted really bad. It was almost like lemon cleaner in a cocoa cookie. It could have been better. I think if they had gone golden cookie versus the cocoa cookie, it wouldn't have been so bad. Maybe that'll be our next podcast. It'll just be called Trying Every Oreo. <laughs> I was going to say, do we up here in Canada have many flavors of Oreos? Or like, I don't eat a lot of Oreos, so as far as I knew, there was just the chocolate and then double stuff. So no. in, in grocery stores right now, I typically have to travel to the U.S. to get some good flavors, but there's cinnamon bun, which I've seen quite that one's pretty frequently. Good. That one's pretty good. There's uh, birthday, so that, that one's, one's just like just got some birthday sprinkles in it and, and the, uh, the icing tastes like birthday cake mm-hmm. and then there's peanut butter ah uh, that one's my favorite uh, one of my favorites it's also brent's favorite so that one's really good too so those are typically the I ones like you'd red find velvet. here oh red velvet's really good but i think that that's in one of those american flavors oh yeah probably mm-hmm. i usually only buy them when i go to the states it's yeah. funny how the two different countries who those same brands will have flavors in different regions and that's it like they don't get ketchup chips yeah yeah it is really weird it is weird but yeah mm, i'm super liking these these are good me too they're gonna be hard to place on the ranking we haven't done the ranking in a while i don't remember where i am yeah (laughs) do you do you tend to score these on like a scale or just our kind of personal ranking. Oh, wait, I did do it. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah, so right now, as of episode, this is episode nine. So as of episode eight, which is the last one, my ranking is the souffle pancakes, then pork buns, then the uh, green tea Kit Kat and the sweat drink, then the Dalgona coffee, then the lychee chips, then the noodles, then the mochi, then the green tea cakes, which were awful. The green tea cakes were awful. They were I really good. I think this is going to bump itself up to number three. It's yeah, going to this... take a lot to get the pancakes out of number one for me. The pancakes are really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think because of my love of Oreos, this would probably rank somewhere really close to the top. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard for me to rank them because everything's like so delicious. Yeah, I know. The, the only <laughs> yeah, thing we've had that has to be good is... scores. Mm-hmm. Like a, out of 100, out of 10, and then it's easier to keep, you know, to know where they rank. Mm-hmm. Okay, I give these Oreo cookies a 9 out of 10. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. These are really good. Because yeah. they're, I was worried they wouldn't be as crispy as a, a regular Oreo. But the, mm. the crunch is there. Sometimes the, the consistency when you change the color, it, it doesn't quite yeah. crunch the same way. The, like the cocoa versus the golden Oreos, you have to dip a golden Oreo just a tad bit longer than a cocoa Oreo <laughs> to get the right like consistency when you bite into it. That's Jeez, how much I had I no idea Oreos. you were such a such a connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will hold a cocoa uh, Oreo cookie for a count of eight and a golden for a count of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Do you the ever things we a- learn? Do you ever stick a fork in your Oreo so that you can put the whole cookie in, or do you always hold it? I always hold it. <laughs> yeah. These smell so good. Yeah, they do smell like, good. Mm. Yep. 
Anyways. All right. Well, shall we move on to our next episode? Let's do it. That was our delicious, delicious snack. I might, you might hear a little bit of crunching. I'm going to have another one. <laughs> All right. So we've moved on to episode 20 called The Summer, The Beach, Youth, and Ghosts. Which at first I thought, oh, it's your gratuitous anime beach episode. Okay, I could be into this. Yeah. <laughs> Which is usually what it is, right? Like, that's a, a trope in anime is, like, they go to the beach. Um, anyway, so this episode was not dubbed into English. So this was one of the ones that they, they skipped. And I can I wonder 100% why. see why. So this only aired in Japan. And the plot is basically that Usagi, Amy, Ray, and Uluna decide to take a vacation in order to train. And I'm using air quotes. Well, it's, uh, it's spring break. But basically, they end up at a haunted, maybe, hotel. Yeah. I love how frugal Ray is. Because yeah. they're like, why did you pick this place? And she's like, because it's cheap. <laughs> and I, I love how the uh, it's haunted, question mark. And the, the people that live there that run it are... Frankenstein, uh, the Wolfman, <laughs> and a vampire chick? Question mark? Mm-hmm. She had pointy ears. Are they ears. in costume? Because I think they, at That's some what they point, say. Like, they, say. they say that they're in costume. But we never see them go out of their costume. No. Yeah, but they're never and, not. And the guy costume. was on the roof howling at the moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For someone that's in costume, that's dedication. But yeah, because Ray says that they're just normal people and like there is a different presence that they're trying to find when they decide to go after the ghost. Does the ghost do anything to them or do they just see it and go, oh, there's a ghost. We better get rid of it. No. Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a ghost. Let's get rid of it. Well, there's a, yeah, it just scared them and they're trying yeah, like, to help the people that own the house. Yeah. And then we find out that the reason that there's a ghost is because the vampire question mark father of the cute little girl is forcing her psychic powers out and they're manifesting as a ghost. Oh, I would see I wouldn't think I him think. as a vampire. I thought him as mad scientist question mark. Well, but he had yes. big pointy ears. I didn't That's notice his pointy ears. He might be an elf, yeah. Um. Pointy ears are elves, pointy teeth are vampires. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, this, this child episode, abuse. Yeah, so this episode has no appearance by Nephrite or the Dark Kingdom. Nobody's gathering energy. Um, like, they transform. Sailor Moon takes a bunch of balls to the face. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but that's also not unusual. <laughs> Typical beach episode. Uh, I mean, it's really cute seeing them relax a bit. It's it's adorable that they, like, talk Ami out of out of reading her textbook to go and play in the, in the surf and pummel Usagi with... Uh, Beach balls. Um, and as, as every other cartoon, their swimsuit is their is color appropriate to their character. Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. We get a, reappear- a reappearance of the uh, moth-eaten bathing suit from episode 17. I liked that. That little detail. It's so cute. Yeah. And she's worn that dress before that we see her wearing at the beginning of the episode. That kind of like almost looks like a... Yeah, like a a jumper frock type thing. Yeah, and I really like uh, Ami's costume at the beginning of the episode, with the hat and the and the headband and the dress. Like that's pretty fashion forward for Ami. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's like nothing to this episode. 
like nothing is learned, nothing is gained. Um, they it don't, doesn't advance the plot at all. No, no. Like it doesn't even advance the plot in a way that would make them fight better as a team. Like it's just they wanted to no. draw them in bathing suits. Not so. even a little bit, because you would think that oh, this is a different kind of enemy. Let's see how we can solve it or fix it. And none of their powers work. We don't even see Ray or Mars and Mercury use their powers in this episode. All we see well, is he, Sailor Moon's tiara failing. Yeah. Like they kept at the beginning, she says that what Sailor Mars has psychic powers, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, my, my thought was, oh, okay, so she's going to connect with this little girl. Maybe that's part of this thing is, okay, this little girl's got psychic powers. She's going to be like, oh, I have psychic powers too. And not make her feel so bad or like help out or something. And yeah, no. Yeah, but Ray's not really good with people. She's a bit of a bitch. Well, I've, I've figured that. I've, I've kind of picked up on that. Yeah. No, but she, you tried to be nice. She tried to like, you know, exercise the spirit or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But what I was really hoping for at the end was like Ray would be like, so we got rid of the ghost. Are you going to pay us? Is there a stake uh, three? Can, can like we have a break? Yeah, yeah, like I expected her to say something like that, but no. Oh, well. Yeah, that would have been a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that it, it's it's a cute episode. It's kind of fun. It's very light. Um, I like the I like when they animate. I like it when they have animated characters make the scared faces where their eyes get really big and their mouths get all bumpy and sometimes their hair separates from their head. So there was a lot of that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Poor Usagi getting terrified all the time. We get to little, see a little bit about like Ami and how she thinks of herself and how she thinks of herself in relation to Usagi. Mm-hmm. About how so she used to be so lonely until she became friends with Usagi. So that was kind of like a cute 20 seconds. Yeah, but you also get that in other episodes. So it's not yeah. like it needed to happen in this one. Not really. Yeah. Huh. So I can see why they didn't bother wanting to pay the voice actors to translate this in the deep yeah. version. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a very nothing to write. I didn't write anything for this one. Same. So, Ryan, do you have any more questions about Sailor Moon? <laughs> this is going to be a very uh, short episode. <laughs> uh, questions? Not really. Nothing that you know, would sp- I wouldn't want to spoil the plot going forward or anything like that, so. But, it's a 25 uh, year old anime. I think we can avoid, we can spoil things. So, how many seasons did this show go? Five. And did it. So, right. Okay. So, that's in this version of Sailor Moon. Did it then become something else with a new title and carry the story forward? At uh, all? Or. No, no. It was, it was always. Um, it's always so it been didn't one. Do the, it didn't go yeah. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super type Sort thing. of does. It goes Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon R, Sailor Moon S, Sailor Moon Super S, and Sailor Moon Stars. But it's not the same plot all the way through, but it's the same characters all the way through. Like, they're all, it's the core concept, and it's a continuation one after another. Yeah. So, so it's con- not like conti- it's totally no. different. Yeah. Well, no, but it's like, it, it, one, the events of one happened, in then the next. Like, the past, you know, so it builds upon itself. Yeah. The only okay. time you get a little bit of overlap is at the end of Sailor Moon S, oh, Super S, and the beginning of Stars. Uh, there's a little bit of the end. The villain from Super S kind of gets defeated at the beginning of Stars before they really get into the main plot of Stars, which is, yeah, I don't but, know why they did that. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, five seasons. Okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was just reading the trivia a bit. Mm-hmm. So apparently the monsters are a reference to the monsters from the TV show from the 60s. So I guess that's like their theme, the the theme of the hotel is monsters. But it's interesting they don't Which even mention makes sense. it. Oh my god. It's funny. That's weird because that they say it's the monsters, but I just thought of this, that the house was the Adams house. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. based on the Adams family. Adams family, yeah. So do you think that they're dressed up like monsters because that's the whole shtick for the whole thing? Yes, I think... I don't know. I They want us to believe so, but, like, that guy was on the roof howling at the moon. Like, that is really <laughs> in character. <laughs> so, but then why would the father be, like, making these ghosts appear? Yeah, but the father's staying there. They're just guests. They don't live there. Oh, I assume that they live there. I thought the father I, I and the daughter owned guests, the place. And that the rest of them worked for them? For him? Yeah. But then why would he be wanting to scare off the guests? Exactly. That was my question. <laughs> if you're going to do a, a, a haunted house-themed beach vacation, which seems weird to us, why would you then try to be scaring off the guests? Yeah. Do they yeah. do they say that if she lives... I, I assume that she lived there. So did you know that the Munsters and the Adams families both debuted in 1964? <laughs> I did not know that. So that was really so it's really interesting because Adams family debuted September 18th, 1964 on ABC and then the Munsters on CBS September 24th, 1964. Oh wow, so they're just like a like week apart. Just like a week apart, like both sort of like stories of like really weird haunted families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like the theme at the time. I guess there was something going on in the world at that time where the occult and monsters was a, a big thing. Mm-hmm. But the monsters only lasted, I think, was it three seasons? Not as long. Yeah. But the Adams think. family's awesome. Yeah. The monsters were, eh, they were okay. So yeah. clearly this was like a throwback to that. Well, yeah, especially the monsters being monsters. Yep. I'm still trying to figure out if the girl and her father live there or not. <laughs> because it doesn't actually, this it doesn't say in this summary. But, no. I mean, it also says that the, the three, the, the Frankenstein, the werewolf, and the vampire, question mark, woman... Are servers. They doesn't say that they own the place. Yeah. At one hmm. point in the episode, though, she like the vampire does say she's the owner because. Oh, does she? Yeah, because um, someone's hearing voices, and they assumed it was the owner, and then the owner comes in. She's like, "No, it's totally not me." Yeah. Um, and that's when they start freaking out, and they oh. find out the ghost or like the spirit. So she is the owner, or at least she says she is. <laughs> All right, so that makes a little more sense then that they, although it's very weird to have a Halloween or haunted house themed beach resort, and apparently nobody goes to it because it's so okay. even though it's so cheap. But this is Japan. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that, so that's I would true. be surprised if there wasn't one. <laughs> 
Yeah, but they didn't market it as that because at the very beginning, weren't they looking at the pamphlet and they're like, oh, there's like private beach and there's yachts and stuff like that. And it was not even marketed as a haunted house. It was marketed just oh, as no. a beach resort. You just surprised them with that when they get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, hey, did you like the Munsters? Yeah. <laughs> then you'll love this. Yep. Uh, this was a weird episode. So weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the consolation was we got to eat Oreo cookies, so. Mmm, delicious, delicious Oreo cookies. <sighs> so, I, guess... I have some leftover for later. Yeah. Any other final thoughts on these two episodes, guys? No. No. <laughs> so, Ryan, have watching these two episodes of Sailor Moon made you want to watch any more Sailor Moon? Cricket, cricket. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was good. We'll edit that in. <laughs> uh, if you have me back on the show, I'll watch some more. If um, if it comes down to me choosing what I oh I really want to sit down and watch, probably won't be continuing off where I left where it is. But uh, doesn't mean you want to go back and watch the beginning. No. But that I'm also the same way with I as much as I love, you know, the, the, the characters and stories from like the old He Man cartoons, I'm not gonna sit down and watch that old He Man cartoon either. Fair That's enough. One of those, you know, the the memories are good enough that I've watched enough of the I've seen enough of those episodes when they've re aired on TV to be like, Wow, this is a big toy commercial or wow, that was horrible or oh hey, there's the one that there's uh, there's Orko, he's hiding over there. Um but I will well, always watch the Christmas special. If you do want to watch uh, a more updated version of Sailor Moon that is a lot shorter, uh, you can watch Sailor Moon Crystal. Uh, that one is a lot closer to the manga storyline, and they cut out a lot of episodes like the this one. <laughs> and I think they it's basically like they they just quickly go through it. I, I'm pretty sure the first season is only like 14 episodes or something. And well, is the dub any good? Because uh, I I've think only the only watched... way I would ever sit down and watch more Sailor Moon would be a, okay, I a can dubbed. put it on and do other stuff and it's dubbed so it can be playing and I can hear it without necessarily having to sit there and read it. That's yeah. True. I don't know. I haven't watched the dub. Um, but I assume that since it's been done recently and it's probably done fairly well. But again, I'm not sure. Because I prefer to watch uh, Japanese anime with subtitles because I like to hear the voices, the original voices and the nuances and things like that. And I feel you pick up a lot more on the true character of the show watching it that way. Uh, but that's just my personal opinion. People yeah. can watch it however they want to watch it. <laughs> no, no, I haven't watched a whole lot of anime other than Dragon Ball Z, which is awesome. Which is the best show. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I have never seen Dragon Ball Z. Uh, I, I find it very confusing. It is. And five minutes is the longest five minutes of your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Five minutes can last like 10 episodes. <laughs> when they're charging up like, their power. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, somebody's sure. charging up, getting ready to fight. Meanwhile, they're off somewhere else doing something else. And then you cut back and they still haven't done anything. And just like, looking at each I, other's. I'm going to blame my like tardiness on watching that show and be like, oh, I thought there it was only five minutes. <laughs> I wasn't powered up yet. <laughs> I wasn't. Yep. This isn't even my final form. 
See, I stopped watching Bleach because of that. It was it got to the point where every time there was a fight, it was just like 15 minutes of them going, <laughs> and I was like, oh, God, skip ahead well, to when you defeat each other. Come on. Dragon Ball Super is a lot better for the not power up super like taking all mm-hmm. that time, but they do have a a, a tournament to. You know, to decide who's going to live and what universes are going to die. That's supposed yep. to take place over, I think it was half 48. an hour. Yeah, 48 minutes. 48, 48 minutes. Earth minutes, yeah. Which is like uh, 12 um, episodes. And each episode <laughs> is like, what? Are they, are they hour episodes or half hour episodes? I forget. Uh, they're, they end up being like 22 minutes. Yeah, so probably. okay. So yeah, so it takes place over pretty much a season of the show. Yes. Oof. Yeah, I don't think I have the patience for that anymore. Yeah. Just forget it's 48 minutes. Like the whole the whole season's amazing. No, it is. It's the, you can't forget how what time and like, oh, another five minutes have passed in the tournament of worlds. Wonder who will survive when we have thirty minutes remaining and and, oh and then God. after we end the episode, it's like reminding you how little time is left. It's like Yep. But they they move so quickly. Oh yeah, yeah. especially when they stop to talk. And they're like, "Okay, wait a minute. You've all been stopped and talking here for more than five minutes. How does this all 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 of this episode's action only take place in five minutes? <laughs> Someone needs to work on their stuff just to fix their watch. I think they're doing it. They're doing it on purpose now. After all, like all the memes about this. Oh yeah, five minutes. Yeah, be. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So after this podcast, you two can start a Dragon Ball Z snacking podcast. There you go. <laughs> if there are snacks involved, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would only make sense, but it has to be lots of food. Yeah. Because Saiyans eat and eat and eat. And For eat. sure. <laughs> in I'm typical anime fashion where their mouth opens and they just shovel food in. Shovel the whole <laughs> thing <laughs> in. Yep. There you go. Ah, uh, that's the best way to eat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess this brings us to an end, the end of Sailor Snacking for this episode. A little bit of a shorter one because, I mean, honestly, they weren't great episodes. Well, the first one was. The second one was. The second one was a stinker. Yeah. Uh, So next time we're going to be talking about episodes 21 and 22. uh, Protect the dream, protect the children's dreams, friendship through anime. And 22 is Romance Under the Moon, Usagi's first kiss. (gasps) Is that the one where she gets drunk? I don't remember. I think it is. Is mm. that the one where she gets... I gotta look now. Off of a milkshake? <laughs> oh, this is totally the one where she gets drunk. Did they there's cut couple, this one? There, out of, no, out of the in, in this one she doesn't get drunk. She gets, air quotes, sleepy. Oh. But, um, so she gets... She says he slips through the roofie. Okay. No, she, she thinks the... She doesn't know that the punch is alcoholic. So she drinks uh, a lot of punch because she's nervous and gets drunk. This isn't the first time it happens. It happens again later on. Uh, uh, she she gets drunk and then she she kind of passes out. But yay, we're almost at Drunk Usagi episode. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray for underage drinking. Party. All right. Well, thanks again for being on the podcast, Ryan. And uh, we'll no problem. My we pleasure. get back again. Uh, so yeah, until next time, uh, oh, I forgot to do all the spiel. Almost forgot the spiel. So yeah, you can find us at, on Instagram at Sailor Snacking. You can find Ryan and I on the True North Nerds podcast, uh, at truenorthnerds.com. 
and uh, we're still kind of piggybacking off of the True North Nerds email and stuff. So if you want to reach either Ryan and I at True North Nerds or Tracy and I at Sailor Snacking, you could do that by emailing truenorthnerds at gmail.com. Uh, that's the spiel. <laughs> so yeah, until next time, guys, uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Sailor Snacking, a True North Nerds production. Theme music, Open Road by PurplePlanet.com. As I'm Jen. Okay, I'm starting over. Start over, Brent, because I forgot what I had to talk. (laughs) 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 And don't you dare put that as the cold open.